Well, hey there. I'm so glad you clicked play on this podcast. I hope you learned something today. This is the podcast Builder versus Buyer. Um, it's dedicated to the home building industry. I'm working toward a industry in, in some small way that the buyers can be, um, yeah, like the process board, be more informed, be better educated, and be able to trust their builders a little more. And for builders, I'm I hope there's some advice and education in here that helps them be less stressed, have a better process, be um, better at building. So thank you for listening. And I hope, I hope through this podcast, we can, we can get some of this information out there. Um, today is an episode specifically targeted toward builders. We're going to talk about um, website design, your internet profile. And I actually have an awesome guest on, Brian McCartney. Um, he is my guy from my mastermind group. So really great mind when it comes to the marketing and advertising space. Brian has more than 30 years experience in branding and marketing, has led online strategic initiatives for major clients, including Calvin Klein, General Motors, Lipton Foods, many others. Um, He's had a lifelong love of architecture and design. For the past several years, the Archmark team has focused on helping clients in the architecture, engineering, and construction industries. Um, Brian is also a featured author, podcast guest, speaker for the AIA, ASLA, Entree Architect, Inside the Firm, and SMPS. All right. Yeah. Um, he's done a lot of stuff. Really great advice in here. If you are running a business, have a website, um, please listen in the the how to reach your clients in the internet age is constantly evolving. And so I think this is some really great advice for right now, um, some tips that you can implement this month. So enjoy. Brian, thanks so much for being here today. Appreciate you having coming on. Thanks, Adam. I'm really, uh, really pleased to be here. Yeah, so this will be um, a little more builder-centric for a, a podcast for me. Sometimes I'm talking to home building clients, sometimes builders, but, um, yeah, this, this is a, this is a fun one to dig into some, some website stuff, branding, social. Um, I think from the industry, what I mostly see, well, there's, there's a lot of fruit left on the tree here. As far as builder websites go, I feel yeah. like as an industry, home builders are probably one of the furthest behind as far as developing and maintaining good websites. Um, I, I see a lot out there that just, there's, there's a lot of little things they could do to to help. And, and and builders begrudgingly have heard for five, 10 years, like, okay, what should I do for, I need a website. I know I need to update it. Like, what's that look like? Um, but also there's, I feel like in the last five years, it's, it's expanded a little um, where it's more your web presence. We're not just talking about a website. Can you dive into that for us a little, Brian? What, is, what does a web presence look like? What's the whole package? What should they be focusing on? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And this is something we, we talk a lot about with our clients is that, you know, it used to be, uh, <laughs> you know, people counseled you, oh, you have to have a great website. Well, the, the truth is, is that, you know, with the mobile phone and tablets and all these ways that we can access the Internet, uh, people aren't just searching. Uh, you know, when, when people do searches, they're not just getting uh, a list of websites. They could be getting a list of uh, services like uh, Home Builder and Thumbtack, and uh, or sorry, Home Advisor, Thumbtack, and some of these others. Uh, House is another popular one. Um, so you've got you've got those kind of what we we call these 
the vernacular is uh, business listings. Those are kind of like premium business listings that you might pay for access uh, or additional access to. Um, yep. But then you have things like Google My Business. Uh, you have things like your LinkedIn presence. Most people, if they have a decent LinkedIn presence and somebody Googles your name, uh, your LinkedIn profile is going to be one of those uh, one of those links that shows up in Google search results. So when we're thinking about web, web presence, what we're really trying to ensure is that if somebody is finding you online, uh, whether it's through LinkedIn, whether it's through just your Google My Business uh, profile, whether it's your website, whether it's your social media profiles, what we want to do is make sure that they're getting a consistent and uh, clear uh, uh, impression, you know, creating a really good first impression, just like you would do if you're going to a networking event, right? If we're face-to-face -face in a networking event, you got to make a great first impression. And the yeah. same is true online. So that's, when we talk about the web presence, we're really saying like, Hey, let's take a look at all these things. Let's make sure that they're all in alignment in terms of how they look, uh, what they're saying. And, and ultimately, we want all these properties, these different, uh, these different uh, uh, channels. We want them all to point back to your website, but we don't want there to be a disconnect from, let's say, your LinkedIn profile to your web page right it should it, it should make sense the things that you're saying on linkedin should make sense with the things and be consistent with the things that you're saying on your web website as well does that make sense yeah. does that help answer yeah that? yeah that really does <laughs> um let's say i'm a builder i hear that list and i'm also thinking okay what's my facebook page instagram sure um, you know youtube profile that sounds like a lot where do i start what what should i start with digging into you mean in terms of those channels? I, I guess for me, uh, the key there's three priorities. Make sure that uh, make sure that your Google My Business uh, profile. Make sure you're claiming that profile. There's a uh, there's a way that you can go. You set up a, a Google. I think it's business.google.com. You go in there. You set up an account, and then you look up. Uh, you know, you, you, you tell it, you have a business. It, if your if your business is already in there and sometimes they are, um, uh, you can go through a process of claiming that account so that you can control the, 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 the information that's on it. You can add photos, you can add your logo, you can add, uh, description of your business, the services you offer. You can, you can refine the categories that it's uh, appearing under, these things will help align that with with that core messaging that we're talking about. Uh, I I am a big proponent of LinkedIn. Sorry, not to interrupt you there, yeah. Brian, but I did want to make a note on the Google My Page. Personally, I've seen that's the easiest and freest way to get oh, on yeah. the homepage in Google. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's geolocated and everything. So like, if you want to get people to see you on Google, yeah, Google My Business. Sorry, Brian, go ahead. No, that's that's. Uh, thanks for adding that. Yeah, I mean, Google My Business is is definitely it's it's free. All you have got to do is claim it, fill it out, and then you know you've that's that's a major part of your web presence. So it's not going to necessarily get you found on the web, 
But when people do look for your business specifically, that's going to come up and um, they're going to see that. The second thing for me, we're big proponents of LinkedIn. So uh, LinkedIn is a great platform uh, to promote yourself and your business. You can have both a personal profile and a business page. Uh, the reason we promote LinkedIn a lot is because it's a it's a business focused B two B networking platform. People are on net, they're on LinkedIn to network and meet other business people. So it's a great way to to uh, to network uh, and and ma- build relationships on a B two B level. But even I mean, we have found uh, in our own experience, it's a great place to promote yourself if you're a home builder. Uh, we've, we've done this actually for, uh, uh, residential focused architects too. So, um, uh, that's a great platform, um, uh, to also, uh, invest some time and energy in. Um, so I think for me, those would be the big two, uh, in terms of other social channels, uh, you know, I, I know that, uh, Instagram, uh, is very popular because it's very visual. And if you're, if you're showing pictures of, uh, you know, like site visits and, uh, in progress, uh, images and videos from, uh, from new projects, uh, finished, uh, finished, uh, homes and, and so forth. Uh, that's a great way to just kind of show the quality of work you're doing and, and, and bring, bring, uh, attention to that. Uh, so I would say that, you know, those would probably be the big three outside of your website. Yeah. And I, I would say what I've seen, I track all my data and look at it all the time. Like with Instagram and Facebook, I'm lucky with a post if it hits, if my whole audience sees it, everybody that likes my page, I'm lucky if, yeah, and it's rare that that happens. Yeah. yeah and LinkedIn, um, I almost always exceed my audience with the total views on it. That that's absolutely true, and that that is a distinction between Facebook and uh, Instagram, or, or sorry, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn LinkedIn is still fairly. I mean, it's been around for a long time, but you know, it was just recently bought. Uh, a lot of people know, but uh, it was bought by Microsoft just a few years ago, and they've really been re uh, rebuilding the platform and. One of the things that they've been doing right now, LinkedIn is awesome for organic reach. Um, if you want to, if you want to reach people on an unpaid basis, LinkedIn is fantastic for that. However, you got you got things like you know, Facebook's been around for a while. A few years ago, they basically said, "Hey, if you're a business, uh, no more free lunch. So you're going to have to pay for ads if you want to get seen." Now, Instagram's a little bit different. Uh, I think there's still room for organic reach on Instagram. But the the key challenge there is you have to build a following. And that's why we promote LinkedIn is because with LinkedIn, you don't need to build a following. You can directly target the people that you want to connect with. And that makes it hugely valuable. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so that that's a good, you know, 30,000 foot view of the social world. Um, but I, I've heard you say, and I agree, like the website is still the core of your internet profile. Um, so let's dive into that websites. Like, um, I've heard it, I've heard it called the, the grunt test. I've heard you say the seven seconds or less. What, what is that message you need to communicate 
in that those first crucial seconds when somebody pulls up your site? Yeah. So if you think about it, um, you, you, the typical person, if they're uh, even if they're referred to your business, right, they're going to go to your homepage. All right. Number one, if the homepage doesn't load quickly, uh, research tells us they're going to bail. Um, so you mm -hmm. need to have a fast loading website. Um, the what you should be communicating on that homepage before they scroll, before they go anywhere, there's there's several things you want to pay attention to. First of all, and this is the mistake that I see everybody making these days. Do not, under any circumstances, put your social media links in the top right. You are basically that's an invitation to tell people to go elsewhere. You want them to stay on your website. So that's that's number one. Second, what you communicate, you should be clear about what it is you do, who you do it for, uh, what makes you different, and then what is it you want them to do? Do you want them to contact you? Do you want them to schedule a consult? Do you want them to download your free guide? You have to you have to spell these things out to people when you when you're communicating what you do. You know, don't just say, well, we're a construction firms that, you know, or we're a home builder. Uh, say say something like, you know, we build uh, unique homes for uh, coastal environments or, you know, what's your area specialty, right? Yeah. Is it geographic? Is it is it a style of home? Um, uh, there was a. a, a someone I was talking to, he does, he, he does these beautiful mountain kind of lodge homes, these exorbitant, like, uh, amazing homes that are, you know, up in big sky country. That's all he does. Uh, so, you know, pick, pick, pick what you want to be known for. Make sure that's communicated. Make sure it's also, make sure you're helping people understand why they should learn more about you and then give them give them instructions on what you want them to do next. Right. And, and there again, that gets back to that call to action, right? Download our free guide, schedule a cons consultation. Um, uh, you know, call us. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. just yeah. be that simple. Right. But tell them what you want to do. The, the problem, you know, you mentioned the seven second thing. So research has shown that the human attention span is degrading and and according to research humans now have because of the internet and all our distractions and everyday life we now have a, an attention span that is less than a goldfish so, so i think we're at seven seconds uh, according to the latest <laughs> research so a, a goldfish will stare at something longer than a human will and um <laughs> <Awesome. isn't> it, <laughs> that tells you a lot about where we're at but anyway uh so, so you want to make sure that that top part of your homepage, that what we call the above the fold area before people start scrolling and moving around here in your site, that it's clear, well organized, and that you're communicating those uh, key messages that I, I just talked about. The other thing, too, that I see a lot of uh, another mistake that I see a lot of is uh, people will have. Uh, navigation uh items or menu items that just like like that are like weird right um so <laughs> keep it simple uh it should should be a home button there should be an about button 
there should be our services. There should be maybe our, our process, right? Uh, a contact link. Uh, don't, don't confuse people with weird language or, or, you know, like, I don't know. I've seen, I, I can't think of anything right now, but I've seen so many weird things. Just keep it simple. Put it in straightforward, easy to understand language. Don't confuse people with your navigation. Yeah. Instead of like the about us tab, it's like our, our company culture. Or something yeah. Like that. Like, I mean, you know, that could be a sub tab on the, uh, the about right. page. Right. Um, but I've seen things like, and I, and I, I I've looked, I, so I've studied more than 500 architecture firm websites and I'm going to, I'll pick on them a little bit since they're, they're not, a um, they're, they're not home builders typically, but, uh, so, uh, you know, they'll say things like, instead of about us, they'll say the studio or instead yeah, of, yeah. uh, instead of our process, it'll be like, you know, uh, our, our philosophy or, or something like that. It, it's like, they're trying to sound elevated and, um, you know, trying to, it, it's like a weak attempt to differentiate yourself. And, uh, here's what I've learned in, I used to do, uh, I used to do, uh, usability, uh, web website usability testing, uh, for clients. One of my biggest clients was general motors and we did this immense 1500 page website for them back in the day. And so I, I had to, uh, as part of this project, we, we recommended the client that we do user testing and I, I would invite people in and I would say, listen, I want you to look at this website. I'm going to ask you some questions about it. And one of the biggest things that would t send people away from the site, you know, just kind of like is if they got to a navigation that was just confusing. So yeah. it, when you confuse, you lose, uh, don't make people think, keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then back to something you said that I love is the, um, the call to action of schedule a consultation. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that's one builders can really use. Most of these builders have either a real estate agent or sales agent in the model home at the weekend. Like yeah. just use a calendar app, put it on your oh, site yeah. and say like, then the client is engaging with your site. They say, Oh, you know what? We've got an appointment on at Saturday at 2 PM instead of, Oh, the models open on Saturday at 2 PM. There's just, a little bit more there to get some some traction with that client. I, I can't, yeah, I, especially in a situation like that, you definitely want to have a scheduling app. Um, and this is the the beauty of it is is that once it's set up, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to check your schedule. It's it checks your schedule, and if it's if it sees a conflict, it won't offer that time as a as a as an appointment. So uh, there's great tools out there. Uh, Acuity is one of them. Uh, Calendly is another one. I personally use Book Like a Boss. I love those guys. They're scrappy. They, they're constantly adding features. Um, but uh, there's great tools out there for this and they work seamlessly. Obviously, you got to have your your calendar set up. You got to have your email set up. And there's a few things you got to do in at the front. But I have saved I've saved numerous hours going back and forth with emails and, you know, checking calendars and all this just by having a, a scheduler app on my, on my website. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really big. Um, so then on the website, um, messaging, I feel like that's a term people have heard. What, what is it and what should we be thinking about? So here's the thing. Um, 
when somebody goes to your website, right? Uh, there's, and, and because I've looked at a lot of websites, I, I, I kind of, you know, I, I, I know what's out there, right? There's a lot of opportunity and there's, there's few good examples, especially in the building industry. So, um, you kind of have a choice. You can, you can kind of present people with, you know, and here's what I see a lot when I look at sites, I see that there's kind of like this, like, like what they did was they told their marketing person to go find some examples of other, other, uh, other similar firms and, uh, or other similar builders. And, um, and, and then let's look at those examples and then we'll, we'll just, we'll just kind of find the ones we like best and then we'll just do what they're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so that you get this kind of copycat type of approach and it, and the thing is, is that this is just what this is doing is it's just turning your website. It's presenting you as a commodity, you know, because, because the truth is, is that those websites that you looked at, they did the same thing. They went and looked at somebody else's site. So, so we're just getting this watered down version of the same old stuff. You know, I'd, I'd love to do like a, a kind of a research project where we could tie together all the, see who was the first website that people copied, you know, trace it all back to the, the to ground zero yeah. but, <laughs> you know, for another time. But uh, I, so, so when we talk about messaging, here's what we're trying to do. We're trying to differentiate your firm. We're trying to get you to sound like you and not, like somebody else. So what we do is we go through a process. Now we, we have, we're, we're big fans of a guy named Donald Miller. He uh, wrote a book uh, called, I believe it's called story branding. And Donald Miller has this uh, process that he takes uh, his clients through. And basically it's all about mapping out uh, the, the client journey and it's based in storytelling. So uh, for those of you out there who know who Joseph Campbell is, he, he is the guy that basically uh, did all this research about the, the hero's journey. And uh, this is a popular uh, uh, structure that is used in all kinds of different storytelling. Uh, it's very popular in movies. But basically, we have a hero. And in your case, as a builder, your hero is your client. So uh, yeah. you do not want to be the hero. You want them to be the hero. So what we want to do in the, in the story, uh, the, the, we, we call our, uh, our process the clear story process. And it's basically we took Donald Miller's ideas and we applied them to the, the, the AEC industry, the, the building and design industry. And what it is, is all it's all about understanding your, your ideal clients. So basically, what are their fears? What are their motivations? Uh, what are the pain points that they're going to encounter? And basically creating messaging that helps to assure them that, number one, you understand who they are, what they're after, um, that you're presenting uh, uh, solutions to them that are going to help them navigate the process of building a new home uh, in a way that's going to be successful for them. Uh, and, you know, Joseph Campbell talks about the hero's transformation and all this other stuff, and I'm not going to go real deep into it, 
But the one thing you want to make sure is that you're 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 basically talking about your client in in terms of what they're going to get out of it, right? If they work with yeah. you, what are the results that they can expect? What are the promises that you're going to make? What is the experience going to be like? How are the how are you going to how are you going to help them succeed in this uh, in this journey? And what you're doing is you're presenting yourself as the guide. You're the Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're the, the Yoda of the story. So you as the guide are the expert. You know everything there is to know. And so what you're doing is for your client, you're helping to answer the questions that they're going to have up front through your website messaging. You're helping to alleviate their fears about choosing you as a home builder. And you're, you're, you're kind of helping them get excited about the idea of working with you through the messaging on your website. And so when we go through this process with our clients, that's what we're focusing on. What do we need to say? Who is, we need to understand our client, need to understand what they're after, what their goals are, what, what do they really want? And then we need to present that on the site in a way that's going to help convince them that, wow, they have found the right fit. They have found the perfect home builder for them. For messaging, is it, do you, are you a proponent of, this is like a, a practical question, is it text on a page um, you're saying, or, or does messaging include text and images and the videos and everything? Well, all of it should work together, right? Yeah. So if you're doing your messaging correctly, um, and here's how we use this in a practical sense. So yes, there's the text on the website. Uh, but if you think about it, right? Uh, uh, nowadays, most people are recommending that you do some sort of regular content development. So that could be blog articles. It could be regular video updates, right? Uh, it could be a podcast like you're doing. Um, so there's a lot of ways to to present content, but what you should be saying should be in alignment with that. So for example, for our clients, when we go through this process of understanding uh, who their client is, that naturally, uh, we go through a, a natural process of saying, okay, well, what are the top questions they ask you when they first come to you? Well, boom, right there are your blog articles, right? Because if you're answering those types yeah. of questions, those are the, we, we, and a lot of those will focus around uh, FAQ uh, questions. And there's three, three types of questions that we look at. Uh, FAQ questions, uh, uh, insider insights. So what are some of the unfair things about your industry for the client? And like, you know, how can you kind of like be their inside advocate? And then number three, uh, the the pain points. So what could go wrong with a project or what could get in their way, be, become a barrier to them to getting them to their goal. Now, if yeah. you blog about this type of content, guess what? Those are the exact same questions that people search in Google when they're looking for, for somebody like you. Once they start doing their research, you know, it, it's rare that somebody is just going to say home builder, go look at a few sites and then and then choose one from that. They're going to go deeper in your site. And if you're answering these questions thoroughly, like in a blog or in an FAQ section on your website, uh, this is going to help them uh, help inform them and help them move into the 
decision phase of, of choosing a builder. Yeah. Yeah. It's sales 101, right? Like yeah. pitch your product, overcome objections and close. And so this is just yep. a web form of overcoming objections. Um, it, it, yeah. It's helping, yeah, it's helping you get to the close quicker too, yeah. because, you know, if they, if, if you can convince them through your, if, through your website, that they've found the ideal person to help them achieve their dream. Well, they're going to come to you like, Hey, when do we get to work? They're not, you yeah, know, yeah. it's, it's like, I'm so excited about working with you. Let's do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, those are the best clients to have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, th I think of a guy like, uh, do you know, Eric Reinhold? Um, yeah. Yeah. YouTube channel and, um, architect, I think out of Maine, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I've heard him mention on podcasts, like he's got a wait list. He never has to like bargain never. with clients. Like um, all that's done because his, his platform is just so well done. And, and, um, and what Eric, what Eric does. So it's 30 by 40 studio, I think is his, yeah, yep. uh, uh, his, his YouTube channel. What Eric does so well is he peels back. So this is, he's the insider. He, he focuses a lot on the insider insights. Because what he's doing is he's pulling back the curtain and he's saying, here, I'm being completely transparent about how I do things. Mm -hmm. And and through that, he's also helping you understand the complexity and the, 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 the depth of detail and all of the things that he does to, to create a great design. And so if you can do this on your site, if you can do this through social and uh, your blog, videos, et cetera, man, you're just setting yourself up for a whole different type of approach to uh, sales. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing you mentioned a minute ago that I wanted to jump back to, um, ideal client. How do you coach people in finding out, okay, who is that? Well, how can I wrap my head around it? If I don't know who my ideal client is yet, what, what do I do? All right. Well, there's first, uh, there's a myth, myth that I want to dispel here. So when we talk about ideal client, we are not saying your only client, right? Mm -hmm. I work with primarily uh, architects. I work with some custom builders. I work with some design build firms. Uh, I also work with uh, a financial advisor and uh, a home services company and, and other clients. So what what focusing on your ideal client really is about is, is, is a, it, it's about saying, listen, in the past uh, few years, who was our favorite client? Like, who did we just absolutely love working with, right? And then figuring out who that person is, like, not, not individually, but in terms of a persona, right? What we want to do is we want to create a persona or an image. So it's very crystal clear what we're looking for, right? And, and, and so if you can build this persona, if you can identify, these are the key traits we want in a client, right? Um, then you can learn how to properly identify who those ideal clients are. And, and sometimes it's easier than others. Like, like, uh, for instance, um, uh, I have a client who's an architect. And so when we started working with him last year, we said, okay, who, who do you love working with? And initially, you know, he was like, well, I love working with entrepreneurs who have these big visions and, and whatever. 
And we were like, okay, great. Let's start with that. And then he goes, and then, and then we, we're, we're about halfway through this exercise with him. And he goes, he goes, but you know, now that we're talking about it, now that we're thinking about it, you know, the people I really love working with are uh, nonprofits. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's, that's weird. I mean, that's kind of opposite. And he's like, well, yeah, it is, but it's not. And, and he explained this, and, and what he said was, the, the thing is, is that nonprofit executive directors have this kind of vision. They have this idea, and, and then they, yeah, they go out and they have to get the money to, to, to create that vision, but, but it's very similar to his entrepreneurs. And so when we, when we started working with him, we said, okay, listen, we can go for, you know, we can either go shotgun approach, which we don't like to do, which is like, well, well we can try, try to target this audience, this audience, this audience. I said, but it's going to make a lot more sense. It's going to be make a lot more, uh, uh, it's going to be a lot more efficient in terms of cost, in terms of time, in terms of resources, if we just focus on one client to start with. And he was like, I want to focus on nonprofits. And, and then we said, okay, great. And we said, well, let's go deeper than that, though. Are there specific types of nonprofits? Now, he is somebody who's done some projects where he's had nonprofit clients who do uh, two types of projects, either animal welfare and adoption centers uh, that have uh, that are like a like larger. They have a, a campus. Or they, or it's a, a addiction or uh, abuse recovery centers, which also have a campus. And the the common theme here is that they're usually set in the wilderness. They're in a re, little bit of a remote or secluded area. Um, they have plenty of uh, green space. There's multiple buildings for different purposes. So. Uh, with the recovery centers, you might have a, a community area, a counseling area. You might have cottages or dorms uh, with the with the animal, animal welfare center. You might have a community center, a clinic, uh, a cat uh, a cat area, a dog area. Uh, maybe you know, maybe some other, uh, maybe another building for for other resources and you know facilities, things like that. So these these two projects mesh really well, and they're both nonprofit related, and and so we started targeting that. Now we were able to target that so so much that you know we built his website. Now his website doesn't just say, well, we only do these projects. He's got examples yeah. of those projects along with others, and we're not we're not saying, hey, turn away other work. He has that choice now, obviously. But one of the things we did with that information, we said, okay, we know we're going after this target audience. Now, and here I'll go, go back to LinkedIn really quick. What LinkedIn does is that once you know who it is you want to go after, it makes it really easy to connect with those kind of people. Yeah. And we did that. And within two weeks of doing this, we, we were able to get him a $6 million nonprofit project with an ideal client wanting to build an animal adoption uh, rescue and uh, a clinic. And they had already purchased the land. They they had they're all set wow. up. They just needed an architect, and so he came in. Boom! Right time, right place. But yes, but he had the right message. He he was uh, he he was going after this type of client, and as simple as that. Within two weeks, they were convinced this is the architect for us. Wow, that's that's an awesome success story, Brian. Thanks for sharing that.
Um, yeah, the LinkedIn, you mentioned it too. The LinkedIn targeting stuff is amazing. Like, it's insane what you can do. Yeah. So I'm up here in the Twin Cities and like a big jobs provider is 3M. Um, they've got a lot of, a ton of engineers that, you know, and they cycle through quickly. They're relocated often. Like yep. it's so easy for a builder to just, you can target only 3M employees and just oh, yeah. your ad to, you know, That's... you can target by job title at 3M. Um, so like, there's a lot of creative ways to use it. If you, if you really want uh, to dig in. We do, we do the same thing. We have a, we have a, uh, a client in, uh, the Bay area and we, we went through this process with them and they said, well, there's two main people we want to work with, uh, uh, high value, uh, uh, doctors. So, you know, heart, heart surgeons, cosmetic surgeons, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, the guys who make the real money in medicine. And then, um, and then he said, and the others are, uh, VC founders. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, wow, you're making this really easy for me. Right. Cause you know, <laughs> I look like a genius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so we were able to like, so we're in the process right now. We just started with them. Uh, we're building their website, but I'm, I'm just so looking forward to getting them on LinkedIn and showing them what, what they can do and how they can utilize this, this stuff. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, Brian. All right. And in closing here, if we have one piece of advice, home builder, okay. I, I know I met my web presence needs to get better. What should I do? What's that first step? Well, uh, okay. First of all, I think, uh, assess where you're currently at right um that's uh good. i mean i think uh and there's a number of ways you can do this okay so one of the things that uh you 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 can do for example is like uh you can you can test your website so google makes this easier easy for you uh what you do is you open an incognito page so if you if you don't know how to do that in chrome i think it's on the mac it's like uh, command shift n uh, so that'll open a private window. And then uh, uh, in Chrome, uh, you go to uh, you go to view, you go to developer, uh, you go to, I believe it's developer tools, and that'll open uh, the lighthouse uh, report uh, tool. And you can you can select generate report. And this will run a test of your website. And you want to do it in an incognito window because uh, you don't want it to be affected by, um, you know, uh, it, it'll 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 make it a fairer test, but um, it'll give you better res it, it'll give you a better idea of your actual results uh, because it eliminates all the other Google shenanigans you know the, yeah cookies and stuff so uh so you generate that report and it'll give you uh like i think it's i think it's like five points it looks at uh performance uh accessibility uh uh um uh best practices in seo and then there's uh it also looks at if your website is set up as a progressive web app and um uh, doing this test will give you a lot of insight on where you might need to start with your website. Uh, what are some of the issues that you'll need to address uh, from a performance uh, point of view? But, you know, also, uh, I, I highly recommend that uh, you, 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 you look at your site with, you know, try to look at it without your own uh, uh, biases 
you know, if you were just a normal person coming to your website and you were interested in uh, building a new home, would this site make sense to you? Would it motivate you to want to contact this company? And if you don't trust yourself to do that, uh, uh, try to find some people that you do trust to give you honest advice. And I will, I will, uh, I will offer this out to uh, to all of you who are listening. If um, uh, if you would like us to evaluate your website, we, this is something that we like to do, and we have a uh, we have a uh, kind of like a twenty point uh, yes or no kind of questionnaire that we can run through. We don't have it set up on our website yet, but it's something that I can send to you. And it'll just it'll just be it, it'll just help you evaluate where your website's at, and um, you know that'd be a good starting point. And you can just get that by emailing me. So all you got to do is it's Brian at arcmark.co, and I'm going to spell it out because my name is a little bit different. I spell my name Brian with a yo, so it's a B R Y O N at arcmark a r c h m a r k dot co dot co all right awesome and i'll put that in the show notes as well perfect um anything what's what's your website any other um platforms yeah. you're on that you want to mention yeah sure uh arcmark.co is our website you can go there we are in the process of read you know the cobbler's kids have no shoes so we've our website is sorely in need of, a, <laughs> of an update but it'll give you a good overview and we've got a lot of articles uh, granted, a lot of our stuff is geared towards architects because that is our main audience. But like I said, we do work with, uh, we, we have a couple of uh, custom home builder clients and developers and other other people in the building trade, uh, building industries. So um, uh, we've got some good uh, resources in our, our blog. Uh, I, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Let me know that you were listening to this uh, easily connect with me. <laughs> I make it really easy for people. Just type into your browser, type in Brilliant Brian. Again, it's B R Y O N, Brilliant Brian, one word, dot com. That'll take you directly to my LinkedIn profile and you can connect with me there. Oh, that's great. Awesome, Brian. Thanks so much for being here. Hey, man, I appreciate the invite. I really, uh, really enjoy having these kind of conversations. Thank you for your great questions. Anytime. And that wraps up my interview with Brian. Um, if you enjoyed it, let me know. Um, if you have questions, want to reach out, I am on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. LinkedIn is my name, Adam Steiner, S-T-E-I-N-E-R. Um, and then the other three, if you search at Burnham Design Co., B-I-R-N-A-M Design C-O. Thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate the listens, and um, I hope you have a great week. Oh, and thanks as always to Andrew Michael Metter for the music. Love that song.